This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Welcome to the newest episode of Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. I'm your host, Jason Fraley, picking the brains of the top filmmakers, musicians, and artists of our time. Country superstar Dirks Bentley performs live tomorrow at Meriwether Post Pavilion in Columbia, Maryland. He called in to discuss his prolific country career from What Was I Thinking to Settle for a Slowdown to Burning Man. Hey, Jason Dirks, how you doing? Hey, Dirks Bentley, thanks so much for joining us on WTOP in DC. Oh man, so happy to be here, appreciate it. Yeah, we're talking about your Beers on Me tour. It's coming to the iconic Meriwether Post Pavilion venue in Columbia, Maryland uh, this Saturday, uh, tomorrow at this point. So get your tickets now. Hey, so uh, I assume by the by the tour name, Beers on Me, I I guess we're in for a party. (laughs) We're in for a party, man. It's a lot of fun. It's a great uh, it's just it's a great tour. Everyone on this tour is so fun. Ashley McBride is uh, just the real deal and so fun backstage. And Travis Denning is I mean, (laughs) I don't think I've met anyone more funnier than he is. And obviously a great singer as well. Totally underrated as a singer and a great guitar player. So, yeah, we're having a blast on stage, backstage, off stage. It's just been a really fun tour. Awesome. Well, you have at this point probably two dozen or so radio hits. <laughs> Putting together a set list is, is probably a, a, whole, a whole ordeal. But before we get into some of those songs, I would love to. But uh, I, I always like to, to find, like, you know, your origin story, born in Phoenix in 75. Like, what sort of artist did you grow up listening to? How did, how did you pick up a guitar the first time? You know, any, any good childhood story? Yeah, sure, man. Uh, you know, I, I grew up in a time when the music was everything. There, was, there weren't any phones and, and other distractions. You know, it was, it was just like music was what we're all into my sister was a couple years older than me and she had her taste she loved you too and madonna and the bangles and billy idol and and uh for me i was huge on on you know my first concert was skid row and bon jovi when i was 13 so i was big on 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 rock and metal but my dad always loved country music we always listened to in the car and i always enjoyed listening to it with him it just wasn't really my music uh until i turned 17 and i heard hank jr sing songs about thing is a song about naked women and beer and i was like wow this is pretty cool <laughs> what's this guy you know rock and roll guitar and like he's just singing with so much testosterone i was like okay this is country music all right i think i like this uh and from there it was you know, the, whole, the whole class of 89 alan jackson clint black garth brooks dwight yoakam marty stewart i just got i mean i was once i yeah i mean there's one moment when i heard i remember hearing the first hank jr song and that was it i was like hooked moved to nashville two years later um and uh, yeah, I, I still I just I love country music. That's my main superpower, you know, is the, just my sheer love of the music, all kinds of country music from the 90s, traditional stuff, bluegrass, uh, the current stuff out there today. I just I just love it. 
Look at you using my origin storyline and saying superpower. <laughs> nice. Well, all right. That's so you right. say you, you moved to Nashville, signed with Capital Nashville for that first self-titled uh, album, Dirks Bentley. Bunch of hits. I loved my last name. How am I doing? But Thanks. but we got to talk about what was I thinking? That was the big smash breakthrough. How much did that just put you on the map? Like, uh, and you were off to the races. <laughs> yeah, that song. You know, I went on into the radio tour, stopped by every station in the country over a three month period, and. Uh, I was really pulling for a song called Wish You Would Break. It's a slower song. It's super country. I great remember. hook. Yeah, yeah. And uh, you know, I, 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 I'd print up these emails I got back from program directors and friends in radio, you know, saying we think this should be the first single too. And I remember having a meeting with Mike Dungan, the capital, uh, the president of Capitol Records, still is. And we ate at a restaurant called South Street, which is no longer there in Nashville, of course, because this town has changed so much. But uh, I showed him all these emails. And he's like, those are great. Um, but I think it should be the first single should be what was I thinking? And then a station in Seattle started playing what was I thinking? And that was it. And I'm glad I was wrong because that song is so fun. I'm so glad. I, so, I mean, I've been kicking our show off with it on this tour. It's just lightning in a bottle. It's such a great song. And um, I'm so happy to have it in my, my back pocket every night. Oh, it's such a great energetic song. Perfect to open the set list for sure. Um, it really right, is. That next album, Modern Day Drifter. I, I wanted to compliment you for that because... In the same album, you can do a romantic song like Come a Little Closer, a breakup song like Settle for a Slowdown, where you're like pleading for the person, to, the girl to come back. But then on the flip side, another breakup where it's like, hey, you might not want to get close to me because you're on the other side of it. I got a lot of leaving left to do. <laughs> what, <laughs> yeah. Sort of, I guess, what's sort of the secret of sort of playing both all, all three sides of that? Oh, relationship? man. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no that's song, that's yeah. the full. That's funny. Actually, I met my wife when a lot of leaving left to do was on the radio. So that's like, I'm sure her parents love that song. Like, wow, this guy's singing about how he has a lot of leaving left to do. And you're hanging out with him. What? <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, I remember that song. I was, uh, I was, I was, we were on the road. I was exhausted lying in my bunk and I had a couple songwriter friends out and I heard them start playing that groove, that kind of Waylon halftime groove. And I was like, Whoa, 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 what's that? And we uh, wrote the song on the bus that day. And, just a killer song and it's so fun to have out there. And that's, yeah, yeah, it's all about love. It's just trying to come at it from all the different angles and ways we experience it as, as people. So yeah, between come a little closer, settle for a slowdown and a lot of leading left to do the, the whole range is, uh, is right there, isn't it? That's, that's pretty cool. Oh yeah. And a lot of leaving left to do is to this day, crank, turn down the windows, crank it up and sing it, especially the line, how you hold leave in at the end. It's just so, so singable. <laughs> all right, Thanks, man. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. 
But uh, speaking of speaking of the cars, we're driving in cars. Uh, long trip alone, you sort of start using the out the road for some metaphors. Free and easy down the road, I go every mile of memory, and of course the title track, Long Trip Alone. Uh, why why is ba- being out on the road and counting, you know, the the mile signs and all the different landmarks? Uh, why is that so beautiful for visual storytelling for you? Oh man, great question. I mean, it's just such a it's almost a rite of passage for an artist that you know nationally you spend 10 years trying to work on your first record and you're you want to be on the road but you're you're not you're grinding on music row that's the only that's the only road you're on is 16th and 17th avenue those roads <laughs> trying to write songs trying to make records trying to meet people trying to just just get a chance to get a record deal and get on the road and then once you get on the road how can you help but not write about it you know it's just it's to be on the sitting in the front seat of a tour bus going down the highway you know with your best friends hanging out on you on the bus and playing shows every night and meeting people and getting back on the bus. I mean, it's such a, it's the life you dreamed of living and you're finally getting a chance to live it. So yeah, I think every artist that does that is going to have an album full of road songs. Uh, so I definitely have my share uh, of songs about you know, my love of the road. And it's uh, there's a lot to, to write about when you get out there. So sometimes it'd be too much, you know, you'll get people telling you, okay, enough songs about the road. You know, <laughs> your fans don't live on the road. They live their house, their home. So it's not really relatable, but uh, there's just some lure that goes. I think it's a, just as an American, just going, you know, the, the pool of the West and the, the the pool of the open road and the landscape. So it's a fun thing to write about. Oh, yeah. And you make it so cinematic. It's like uh, like some old movie going back in time. All right. Well, so you, right. you graduate. We're, I'm going to have to skip ahead. We'll never get them all. Maybe time for one or two more. But you graduated from the road to the to the skies, drunk on a plane. Were you were you actually sitting, getting drunk on a plane or, or, or I don't even know. <laughs> Did you actually write that yourself or how that come? Well, come yeah, I wrote that song with a few friends. Uh, I, yeah, I used to ask, you know, you, that's exactly right. You you get married, have a kid or two and all of a sudden. The bus does not get you from A to B quick enough. So you start looking at other options. So flew a lot of Southwest flights, a lot of Southwest. And I'd always pick seat 7A. That was my favorite seat. Seven's my lucky number. A is a window seat. So that was my that was my my seat. And uh, I wrote that song, Josh Keir and Chris Tompkins back in Nashville. And just I think Josh had the idea. And as a, at that point, I was a pilot, too. I started flying myself in little prop planes to shows. No uh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I got my pilot. Well, actually, I got my pilot's license when I was about 21 years old, but then I ran out of money and, and reason to do it. But when I had my first kid, we had our first kid, I started flying again. I've been flying ever since, but um, I don't get drunk when I'm flying, only when I'm in, uh, in the back of a Southwest plane. But um, yeah, I started <laughs> flying a bunch and I still do. I flew today up here to Buffalo. Um, it's kind of an important part of, a, of being a dad as well as a country singer is being able to be two places at once. So that's oh. what I do a lot of. I'm sure you had that 737 rocking like a G6. Oh, yeah. The who would have thought that line would be in country music? <laughs> I know. Well, that it's video is so baby. fun. We definitely had that. We had that fake 737 rocking like a G6 in the video. And yeah, I've had, <laughs> I had a couple of friends uh, tell me when they heard that song, you know, they're like, man, rednecks don't fly. That song's never going to work. And I'm like, have you ever been on a Southwest plane uh, <laughs> after about 60 hours? two three hours when the drink coupons are running out? Like, it's, it's rocking up there. It is a party. So. <laughs> I don't know about that. And I think I proved him wrong. Absolutely. You got to pull down the oxygen mask sometime. <laughs> uh, right, all right, man. Cool. Final one. I know we're up against the clock, but I have to know about doing that Brothers Osborne collaboration, Burning Man. It's, that is such a great song. But uh, just, you know, what was it like working with those fellas? Yeah. Uh, you know, whenever you cut a great song, and I do that was a big hit, uh, it's like, how, is there any way to make this any better, any more interesting? There's anything I can do to it. And I just I had this great guitar solo spot. 
and I loved John's, John Osborne's guitar playing. And then I thought, well, heck, I mean, we could probably turn that second verse into a collaboration with, with uh, TJ. And uh, it just worked out so well having them on that song. I knew they'd love it when they heard it. They both texted me back right away, like, hell yeah, we're all in. And uh, John came in the studio the next day carrying his own amp and his guitar and set it down the floor and started putting together that solo section. And uh, it just worked out so great. Awesome. Well, we can't wait to hear that and all the ones that you mentioned and many more because uh, you got tons. Uh, it'll be tomorrow. It's 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 almost here, folks. So you got to go to Meriwether's website and get get your tickets. It's the Dirks Bentley Beers on Me tour tomorrow at Meriwether in Columbia. Uh, thank you so much for joining us. I really, really appreciate it. Big fan for a longtime fan. First time caller. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I really I enjoyed it. Well, it's uh, it's fun talking about music, fun talking about my career recap and everything. And uh. I had a really good time, so I appreciate Jason, and uh, we'll, we'll see you down the road. All right. Thank you, Dirks. Thanks, buddy. Later. All right. Bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Beyond the Fame with Jason Fraley. Remember to hit the subscribe button and give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We'll see you next time. I wanted to take a second to tell you about an app I really enjoy. Living in the D.C. area is great, and Podcast D.C. gathers all of the local shows that I like all in one local app. Health, sports, local news, politics, and so much more. Podcast D.C. is the new local app with hundreds of D.C. area podcasts to choose from. I can earn exciting rewards just for listening and share the podcasts I love instantly. Available in the App Store or in Google Play, listen local with Podcast D.C.